said, the workmanship of thy tarps and thy pipes was prepared in the day that thou was casted. And if it goes, if you go on, you can see he was like, he looked like a Jesus piece. You know what I mean? You see a Jesus piece with the bling and whatnot. That's how he looked. He had all the, for real, he, he was like made out of jewels. And when and his, his body was like made like an, an instrument. Like, and like you said, he, he was very influential of the music. So music, first time you see music is in heaven. God created music. Music ain't bad. God created music. But like I said, God's a creator. Satan's a pervert. Welcome to LOV, where our mission is in our name. Today we have a special youth ministry speaker, Michael McCray. Michael will be giving an engaging message directed towards the youth of today. If you have any teenagers in your house or know of a young person, I encourage you to have them listen to this message. And as always, at LOV, we're planting the seeds that change lives, support families, and build communities. What's up, Rachel? <laughs> Who is? Go ahead, go next. Yeah. Renika? Messina? Stephanie? Eliana? Rihanna? Savannah? Kelly? Kelly? Kev? Rihanna? Yeah, you next. Say it again? Trinity, okay. My man? Yeah, yeah. Chris. Drew? All right, all right. Well, my name is Mike McCray. I'm from Anchorage. Uh, tell you a bit about myself. I uh, grew up single family home. You know, my dad was, wasn't there a lot. He wasn't absent, but he wasn't there a lot. Um, my mom, hi, what's, what's going on? What's your name is? How you doing? I'm not, what's your name? What's your name? Yeah, Shante. Okay. Well, you know, my, my, my pops wasn't there. He wasn't absent. He came around sometimes. Uh, my mom didn't want me hanging around with him because I guess he wasn't all that great of a dude. So as I got older, as I got older, I went down because he didn't stay that far from me. So, you know, I'll go down there and uh, hang out with them. So when I was in junior high, he had me uh, sell, selling weed for him at my high school, at my junior high school. You know, so I get my weed and I, I get his little, he used to sell cocaine, so I get my little, his little cocaine bags and shake my weed up in the cocaine and tell the kids it was lace and I charge them a higher price. So from like junior high school until like I was 20, 25, 26, I was selling drugs and had no job. That was my source of income. That's how I paid my bills. That's how I paid my rent. That's how I you know, took care of my kids, was selling drugs. Um, I graduated from weed to selling crack. And when my dad found out, he didn't say, oh, I don't want you selling crack. He said, I want you to buy it from me. Because I don't want you getting hurt. I don't want you to go out there in the street, buy it from somebody else, and get your head bust, you know, so come buy it from me. You know, and, and now that I'm older, I'm like, who, who, who would do that? You know what I mean? What kind of parent would do that? Say, come on, you know, buy the crack from me. 
and go out and sell it, you know. But from that, from that, I got into a lot of stuff. I was never in a, in a gang. I hung around gang members. I was never in a gang, though. So I was involved with, uh, I shot at people. I've been, been in drive-bys. I've been in club fights. Uh, like, I had more friends than I have fingers that died. Couple in my in my presence, I uh, robbed drug dealers. I robbed places of business. You know, put the the bandana on, go in there, and you know, I done that all that. I went to jail not not long time. You know, maybe two three weeks at, at the most at a time. But uh, that's that's where I come from. That's where I come from. And the reason I stopped and gave my life to the Lord because I was in a situation where I was going to end up having to kill somebody or I was going to get killed. What's going on, man? Mike. Jalen. So I was in a situation where I was going to have to kill somebody or somebody's going to have to kill me. It was a shootout at my house that happened between me and somebody else. And from that point on, my mom's like, yo, why don't you come to church? So I went to church, gave my life. And from then on in, I've been walking with the Lord. I've, I've slipped back a couple of times in the past. I've slipped back. But I've stayed. I may have fallen. I dust myself off, made a mistake, get back up, and kept going. So that, that's, that's a little something about me. Um, I have, uh, I'm married. I have five kids. I will be 40 years old in December. And it's my son back there, Q. And uh, so that's a little bit about me. So now I'm gonna go ahead and talk to y'all what, what I have on my heart because I have a my I have a heart for the youth. I mean, you guys have it way worse than I had it when I was growing up. I mean, with I mean in every aspect, y'all have it worse. So I just want to share with things that I've learned, things that I went through, things that I've experienced, and I think that's the best way for y'all to learn. I mean, y'all 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 can learn y'all can learn by other people's experience, or you can learn by falling, bumping your head and finding out it don't work. And I found out it's better to learn from other people's experience. So, first of all, I wanna, y'all got Bibles? No? Y'all got no Bibles? Who got a Bible? My man. My man. Y'all gotta be strapped, man. Y'all gotta be strapped. All right, that's cool. All right, first of all, we gotta, we, we gotta, uh, Verify that God cannot lie. There's no way God can lie. Um, in Hebrews 16, 18, if y'all want to turn, whoever got a Bible, if not, I'll just go ahead and read it. Hebrews 6, 18 says, God did, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us, before us may greatly be encouraged. Numbers 23, 19 also says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. He that hath said and shall not do, hath he spoken and shall not make good. So God cannot lie. Whatever God says is truth. You can put it, you can, you can bank on it, you can promise it. Now, I want, I want some interaction with y'all. Don't be shy or whatnot, you know what I mean? So I'm going to ask some questions. Y'all go ahead and answer don't, you know what I mean? Get some participation. I want to know how many of y'all are not saved. Are y'all saved? You're not saved? No. All right. How many of y'all is saved? Yeah, and the rest of y'all just ain't participating. All right, it's all good. How do y'all know y'all saved? What is saved? Anybody know what saved is? Well, how do you get saved, like my man said? Acts 16, 17 says, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. John 3, 16 says, Whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So it says right there that if you believe in Christ Jesus, you'll be saved. Right? You know what it said? Well, y'all ain't got your Bibles, though. That's what it says. And I just said that God can't lie. It's in the book, too, that God can't lie. So, is that all you have to do to be saved? Just believe in, in Jesus? No? You know what else you have to do? 
What else you have to do? Oh, my bad. Is believing the only thing you have to do to be saved? Yeah, you pastor. There you go. What you say back there? I forgot your name. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for participating. James 2.19 says, you believe that there is one God that's good. Even the de- demons believe that, and they shudder. So like, like my sister here said, it's not just believing. It, it, that's, that's, that's a part of it. Believing is a part of it, but you do have to put some feet on it. You do have to put some action into it. Because even the demons believe in Jesus. And, and the thing about the demons, when Jesus say, yo, come out of her or come out of him or go that way, they obey him. And Jesus come to us and say, come to church. Give your life to me. Don't do that. And we say no. You know what I mean? So even the demons believe, but they obey when he speaks. Sometimes we don't do that when he speaks. James 2.18 says, but some will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith with deeds. Matthew 7, 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. So like she said, you have to put some, some action to it. It's not just believing, oh, I believe in Jesus, oh, I believe in Jesus. No, you got to put some, some action to it. Just like, just, like, just like when y'all came in here and y'all sat in them chairs, y'all believed that them chairs could hold you up. So you sat in a chair. See, that's action. That's putting action to your faith. It's just that simple. It's that simple. That, that's how you put action to your faith. That's how you let yourself and others know that you, who you believe in and who you follow and who's your master. If, uh, let's say y'all was in, a, in an airplane and the airplane was going down and um, y'all grabbed the parachute, put the parachute on. You're not only saying you believe in that parachute, but you're trusting that if you was to have to jump out that plane, that that parachute will grant you safety to the ground. That's another way of putting your action to your faith, to your belief. Or say, uh, say we was on a cruise ship, everybody here on a cruise ship, everybody's having fun, you know, Doing whatever the slides, you know, the one of the big cruise ships. You got the slides, you got the, the the water and everything. Everybody's having fun, and I come around handing out life vests. Here, put this on, put this on, put this on. You know, ain't, ain't no ain't nobody sound no horn or no alarm. Ain't, ain't nothing leaking, but I'm saying put these vests on. Y'all probably look at me like for what? You know what I mean? Ain't, ain't nothing happening. But see that and that that's the that's what a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that the ship that we're on is sinking. It's sinking slow, but it's sinking. And if y'all don't have that vest that I hand out, if y'all don't have it on when we go in the water, most likely when we get in the water, y'all going to drown after a while. So people don't think that they need that life vest. And that life vest is the Savior, is Jesus. And I want to I I show y'all how, why y'all need that life vest on at all times. So I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask a couple of questions. Uh, this guy named I, I listened to named Ray Comfort. He asked he asked a couple of questions. I thought they was interesting. So I'm gonna ask a couple of questions to y'all. Who goes to Who do y'all think goes to heaven? Y'all Y'all think uh, uh, people go to church go to heaven? Oh, go ahead, man. Who do you think goes to heaven? Who goes? Who do you guys think goes to heaven? Why do you have to believe in heaven? You don't. But you don't have to believe in gravity either. But if you jump off this building, whether you believe in gravity or not, that law is going to take effect. 
I mean, there's, there's, there's no, there's nobody's forcing nobody to do nothing. God don't force nobody to do nothing. God, matter of fact, God can't even make you do anything. If he could, he loves you so much, he'll make everybody be saved. But it's a thing called free will. It's a thing called choice. So, do you think a murderer will go into heaven? Make it in heaven? What about a... Okay. Okay. What about what about a liar? Okay. So do y'all think y'all make it in heaven? If a meteor came out the sky right now and landed on top of our heads, everybody going to heaven? All right. Well, let me ask you a question then. You think you're a good person? Okay, that's good. Thanks for participating. All right, all right. Let me ask, let me ask a couple questions. Is that cool? All right. What's your name again? My man, Chris. Chris, have you ever told a lie in your life? Okay. What would you call a person that tells a lie? If I lied to you, what would you call me? On the street, man, we on the street. I lied to you. Yo, that dude right there, he's a what? <laughs> Without the blanks, though. Without the blanks, though. Yeah. Mm. You wouldn't call me a liar? I wouldn't be a liar? Okay, so I'll be a liar, right? Okay, have you ever stole something in your life? Anything, a pencil, a eraser, <laughs> a piece of candy, anything. Have you ever took something that, wasn't, that didn't belong to you? Okay, what would you call somebody who does that? Okay, okay. Have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? That is, that, that's not necessary cussing, it could be, but it's also using his name as to, end up, to express disgust or anything. Okay. Okay. So, so you have. Short, short answer. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. So, so by your own admission, you're a lying, thieving, blasphemer. Because that's what it is. It's called blasphemy. Okay. So those are like three of the Ten Commandments. You know what I mean? So let's say you's, you stand before God with those standards. You think you would get into heaven with those standards. Does that does that concern you? Exactly. But look here though, we, we've all lied, we've all taken something that didn't belong to us. We may all have, you know, use his name in vain, like, you know, as disgust or something. So who gets to heaven if we all do that? How do you get to heaven? We all going to hell? You can repent. Okay. And turn first, okay, okay. Okay, let me give y'all a, a scenario. This dude driving down the street in the school zone. He doing 45 in the school zone. He's smoking. Got his 40 in the seat. Police pull him over. Police search him. Drunk driving, school zone. Got a gun in the glove compartment. Gun been used in the murder. You're going to jail. So now he's in court. He's standing before the judge. And the judge is like, yo, Mr. McCray, Talking about me. Mr. McCray, you got a, you know, you got these charges on you. You obviously did all these things. You, you sped in the school zone. You got a gun with a body on it. You know, you, 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 you drinking, you driving, you got drugs in the car. What do you got to say to yourself? 
I say, yeah, judge, but yo, I go to church. I help old people across the street. I pay my tithes. I'm a good person. Will you let me go? And the judge looks and says, yeah, all right, I'll let you go. Would that be a good judge? No. It wouldn't be a good judge because I've clearly broken the law. And if he was to let me go, he wouldn't be a, a just judge. So we can't come to our Heavenly Father, which is not a man like the judge that we would go to in a courtroom. He's holy. So we can't come to him and say, God, I'm a good person. I go to church. I sing in a choir. I da 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 da. Can you can you let me go? He can't because he's a just he's a just judge. If he if he would let us go, he would not be just. So again, how are we getting heaven? Here's how it happens. So I'm in the courtroom. The judge says, Nah, I'm not letting you go. So now I'm like, Man, waiting for my sentence. But then somebody comes in the courtroom and says, Yo. I'll do his time for him. Who was that person that came in that courtroom and said he'll do the time for me? Jesus. There you go. So Jesus comes in the courtroom, does the time for me. So here's how it goes. Even though we all have done things to, to, to stain us, like, like a felon. Like if you commit a felon, you're a felon. It don't matter if I commit a felon when I was 16, 17, and now I'm 48. If I go get a job, they still gonna look at me like a felon. That felon goes with me everywhere, just like our sin. As soon as we lie one time, uh, uh, use blasphemy one time, as soon as we break God's law one time, we're a sinner forever, just like you're a felon forever. There's no race in that. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm standing in front, of, in, front of, in front of the gates trying to get into heaven, and God's like, nah, bro, you dirty, bro. You ain't getting in. And then Jesus, who's at the right-hand side of the Father, Holds up a glass, pretend this is like Kool-Aid, right? Holds up a glass, say, hold, hold, hold up, hold up, Dad. Look at Mike through my blood. So God grabs the blood and says, okay. Oh, he clean, he good. He good, come on in. But without the blood, you ain't getting in. That's the importance of Jesus. That's why Jesus came. That's the power of his blood. His blood cleanses us of all unrighteousness. And he, he is the only way the truth and life that we can get into heaven. All right. John uh, 14, 23 through 24. It says, uh, Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teachings. My father will love them and he will come to make a home with them. And anyone who does not love me will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own, but they belong to the Father. God can't lie, right? Right? So, he says, if you love me, you'll obey me. If you don't love me, you won't obey me. Imagine this. Imagine y'all at your school, y'all dating somebody, right? But y'all only see that person. You don't see that person all day. The person only hang around you, you know what I mean? Then, then, then it's lunchtime. They find you at lunchtime. Yo, yo, you know, I'm hungry. I ain't got no money. Let me get a few dollars. Boo, 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 boo. So he's like, all right, you know, give you a few dollars. You know, they smile, they give you a hug, then they, they run off. You don't see them again. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. The only, only time you see them is when they want something. I mean, they don't hold your hand in, 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 in between class. They don't talk to you. Don't nobody else know that y'all together. You know what I mean? You the only one that know that you together with this dude or this girl, right? That relationship right there, would, would y'all want to be in a relationship like that? <laughs> I mean, for real though, I hope y'all ain't in a relationship like that, you know what I mean? Um, y'all wouldn't stay in a relationship like that, right? Is that the way y'all treat Jesus? Do y'all love God? I mean, we say we love God, but we don't spend time with him. I'm talking to myself, too. I ain't, I ain't trying to beat you up. First of all, I ain't trying to beat y'all up or, or nothing like that. I just want y'all to see things in a different, maybe a different way, a different light that you might not have seen them before. You know what I mean? So I ain't trying to beat y'all. This ain't a beat-up session. 
Yes, sir. You have to. So you're asking why do people test God? You want to answer this question? Okay. People, people test God because people are imperfect. That's, that's the way people do. You know what I mean? Uh, when it comes to church, you go to church, you go to church because not because to go to heaven. You go to church because that's what people who love Jesus do. It's just a part of what you do. Like people in the street or whatnot who don't go to church, they go to clubs because that's what people in the streets do. Sinners. Well, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, and at the same time, at the same time, we can't worry about too much what everybody else is doing. We just, because we can't control what everybody else The only person you can control is yourself. You know what I mean? So you really can't, you really can't control or worry about what everybody else is doing. Just make sure that you're in the right lane. You know what I mean? Make sure you're in, and when people see that you're in the right lane, they be like, yo, what's up with that dude? He ain't doing this, he ain't doing that, boo, 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 boo. And then that might cause them to change, but you can't change them, and you can't worry about what other people's doing or whatever other people, you know what I mean? Because you ain't got no control of that, bro. Okay? Yeah, yeah, good question, good question, though. I ain't, this, ain't, this ain't no beat up, bro, this ain't no beat up. Okay, so uh, we say we love God, but we talk to him only when we want something, and after we get it, we don't talk to him no more. Just like that relationship, I was talking about in the school. We don't hold his hand in school. We act like we're ashamed of him, you know. And the, and the scripture says, Mark 8, 38. I know I'm just throwing out scriptures, but it's, <laughs> y'all ain't got your Bibles anyway, so. Excuse me. Mark 8, 38 says, is anyone ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation? The Son of Man will also be ashamed of them when it comes to his father in glory. God can't lie, right? Right? So he just said, if anybody's ashamed of me, I'll basically be ashamed of you. So if I was to go to y'all school and say, Callie, are you Christian? You Christian, you raise your hand, right? You Christian, right? So if I was to go to your school and go up to your teachers and your friends and be like, yo, is Callie a Christian? Would they be like, <laughs> Christian? Sis, Kelly? <laughs> or would they be like, yeah, no doubt. And I'm just, I'm just, I ain't, you know, beating you up. I'm just using her as an example. You, you can say me, you know what I mean? 
if, if you went to my job and said, is Mike a Christian? They should be able to say without even having to think, yeah, yeah. Now, just, just I want y'all to think about y'all situation. If I was to come to y'all school and ask people about you, would they say, yeah, yeah, she, she's a Christian, yeah, he's a Christian? Or would they have to think about it or they laugh at my face? You know what I mean? I mean, just, 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 just think about that. How, how are you representing what you say you represent? Are you living the way you say you live? Or are you just doing that at church or in front of your parents? Yes, sir? Okay. Let me try to answer it like this. Let's say, uh, let's say Jesus, Jesus called you on your phone, right, and said, uh, "Yo, I'm gonna come down. I'm gonna come down tomorrow and just kick it with you all day. I'll be with you all day. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be with you from when you wake up. You go to the bathroom in the morning. I'm gonna be there right there in the bathroom with you. You know, when on, on the way to school, I'm going to be there, you know what I mean? In your classroom, I'm going to be there. Lunchtime, I'm going to be there. Movies, I'm going to, whatever you do, the, 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 you know, the whole, the whole week, I'm going to be there with you. I'm just going to kick it with you because I've been thinking about it. You say, all right, yeah, 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 for sure. Now, when he shows up, is there some things that you would not say that you would normally say? Is there some TV shows that you would not watch that you would normally watch? Is there some friends that you would hang around with? that you wouldn't, that you normally would? Is there some stuff that you would say that you normally wouldn't or do, wouldn't do that you normally would? That's what being a Christian looks like. You know why? Because he around you all day anyway. He ain't got to call you and say, yo, I'm going to kick it with you, da-da-da-da. He around you anyway, every day, all day. Every day, all day, till the day you die. You know what I mean? So that's what a Christian looked like. A Christian looked like, even when nobody's around to see, it's just you. And you have a choice to do something that you know goes against what he would want you to do. And you don't do it because you love God. That's what a Christian looks like. All right. Um, music. I'm gonna get on the music. Y'all gonna? All right. So, what, what kind of music y'all listen to? Everything. <laughs> like, y'all y'all like country? Some country? Nah. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, so who's who? Who's some of y'all? Who's some of y'all artists? Who's some of y'all artists y'all listen to? Give me, give me three artists. Who? Give me an R and B dude or R and B chick. Trey songs. Okay, I got Trey songs. Usher. Give me a rap dude. Two chains. Okay. You ain't saying nothing. Say something. Who? Cool. Two two chains. Usher and Trey Songs. Give me another hip hop that you listen to. Not nobody that you got to Google to find. Who do? Chance the rapper. 
You got to Google the hymn to find him? Who? Wiz Khalifa. Okay. So, let's say we got a board right here, right? And I put God right here, G-O-D. Boom. Draw a line. Put the devil right there. And on this side, we're going to put, like, attributes or things the devil would do. I mean, God would do, would say. And on this side, we're going to put things that devil would say, would do, would enjoy, okay? And we got your artists up there. So, what the, the two chains, was it two chains? Two chains was one of them, right? Yeah. Two, two chains. <laughs> does, he, does he cuss when he rap? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna put, we gonna put, we gonna put him on this side. What about, what about, what about, huh? Why? What do you say? So do demons, though, right? Demons believe in God, too, right? Right? And they, and they shudder when they hear his voice, and they obey him when he say go, right? So just because you believe in God don't mean that you're serving him, right? Right? So, we would put them all over here? Yeah. Even the R&B dudes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I mean, <laughs> y'all ain't going to go to bat for them. Y'all boys. All right. All right. Well, check it out. Mu music, is, music is very powerful, very influential. You know what I mean? It is very... It do y'all believe that, first of all? It is, yeah. It, 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 it influences the way you act, the way you walk, the way you dress, the way you respond to, to, to adversity or other situations. It influences you. Y'all know what the devil did before he was cast out of heaven? Something, yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, and let, let me tell you something about the devil and God. God is a creator. Devil ain't got the same power God got at all. Devil can't be in every place at once. Devil can't create. All the devil does is take what God creates and perverts it and distorts it, and twists it. That's all he can do. He can't create. So it says in Ezekiel 28, 13, it's talking about Lucifer. This is the devil before he got cast out. It says, the workmanship of thy tarps and thy pipes was prepared in the day that thou was casted. And if, it go, if you go on, you can see he was like, he looked like a Jesus piece. You know what I mean? You see a Jesus piece with the bling and whatnot. That's how he looked. He had all the, for real, he, he was like made out of jewels. And when and his, his body was like made like an, an instrument. Like, and like you said, he, he was very influential of the music. So music, first time you see music is in heaven. God created music. Music ain't bad. God created music. But like I said, God's a creator. Satan's the pervert. He perverts. He twists. So he takes the music and he twists it. See what I'm saying? So you say y'all gonna put all the all the people on this side. And that's because of the content of the of the songs. Okay. So why do y'all listen to it? Because the beat. <laughs> So, do y'all seen the lyrics though? But y'all love God though, right? No, for real. No, for, I'm not. This is not a. This is not a beat up. I'm not trying to beat y'all up for real. I'm not trying to beat y'all up. I just want y'all to to see 
to see something maybe you didn't see before. That's it. Y'all love God, right? Y'all listen to this music, right? This per it's perverted music. It's twisted music. It's music is not on God's side. This music y'all listen to is on the devil's side, right? So y'all remember, I'm old, I'm old. So y'all remember Tupac and Biggie? Yeah. All right, cool. So I can work with y'all. Okay, imagine this. I got a lot of imagines. Imagine this, right? It's the beef, they beefing, you know what I mean? So Biggie and Puff is at Biggie's crib. So, huh? Oh, what do you, what do you call him now? Diddy? P. Diddy? What's his name? Serious? All right. Diddy Dirty Money and 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 Biggie was at Biggie's crib. And, all, and it was like, yeah, man, I can't believe this dude, Pac, you know, woo 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 woo, saying he's gonna kill me. I'm gonna woo woo And Puff's like, yeah, or Dirty Money. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. I'm gonna ride with you. I love you, my dog. I take a bullet for you. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And Biggie's like, yeah, okay, okay. Yo, we're gonna uh we're gonna go to the mall. Let me jump in the shower real quick. It's like, okay, okay. So Diddy jump in the shower, so Big's like, okay, let me see his uh, iPhone or whatever. So let me, let me listen to music while this dude's in the shower. So he's going through his, his music list, and all he says is, Tupac, 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 Tupac. Number no, Tupac songs in, in, in Dirty Money, in Dirty Money iPod. And he's like, what? Why this dude got all my enemy's music in his iPod? He said he loved me. How you gonna love me and he got this dude that said he gonna murk me and kill me and making songs about my wife and stuff? Got him in my in his iPod and he said he loved me. Huh? He said? No, go ahead, what's that? How, how, how does he love me? You know what I mean? So he, he gets out of the shower and confronts him, like I'm gonna confront y'all. Why y'all got the enemy's iPod in, in your iPod, music in the iPod, when y'all say y'all love God? How's that work? It doesn't. Devil hates God, hates you, hates your guts, wants you dead, wants you murdered, wants, wants nothing good for you. It's like, it's like he's walking, you ever been to uh, seen a party and the, the waiter got the, the big tray with the, with the hors d'oeuvres, you know what I mean? And he's like, here, take a little song, you know, woo, woo, woo. That's all you doing. All this stuff on, on, the, on the devil's platter that he's serving y'all, it look good, it tastes good, it do, it tastes good. Feels good going down, but it all leads to death. Might not be like that, but it all leads to death. Like cigarettes, it's gonna kill you. It's gonna kill you slow, but it's gonna kill you. But here, here, here y'all go, y'all. Me too, me too. Just taking off, taking off the devil's plate, taking off the devil's plate, and loving it, smiling. And all of that is designed to kill you, but we do it anyway. So it's not, you have to be careful what you listen to because in the word it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And he says, so to get faith, you have to hear the word of God. And remember, the devil's a perverter. So he just takes what God already established and twists it. So when you hear other stuff that is not faith, it, 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 it's not Word of God faith, it brings up other stuff that you believe in and put your confidence in and put your trust in. So when, when, when God tells you, don't have sex before marriage, and Trey songs like, whatever he's singing, go ahead, let's do it, whatever, we'll, we'll lay you down, whatever he's singing. I know he ain't singing, I know he ain't singing, wait, let's wait and have sex and whatnot. You know what I mean? You're hearing that every day, every day you're hearing that, you're hearing that, hearing that, and it conditions you, so now you think it's okay. You might, not, you might not think so now, but when that situation pop off and old boy got his hand on your leg, you ain't going to have the strength to say no because Trey Songz already conditioned you. I hope not. But from my eye experience, and I'm older than y'all, and I done been down this road, y'all down here, I'm way down this road, so I know where all the potholes and I know where the police is and everything. So I'm telling y'all, you know, just, just like I say, yo, Right here at that stop sign, 
be careful because there's a police poster there. And after you make that right, be careful because there's a pothole there. Same thing. I'm telling y'all, be careful what y'all listen to because it's a trap. And y'all can learn by my experience or y'all can find out for yourself. And I hope y'all listen to me. So the things that we sing, dance, celebrate to that are not of God. Say what? What you say? And here, here's, here's something, here's something that uh, my wife used to have to hit me in the back of the head for when, I, when I'm in church and it's praise and worship time and I look around and I see all the young folks like this, not praising, not giving thanks, not lifting their hands. I, I got to the point where I just shut my eyes because I get, I get upset, you know what I mean? Because let two chains or Little Wayne or somebody come on, y'all be like, oh. But when it comes to God, the one who woke you up and kept you safe, the one who, who gives you life and air and, 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 and every blessing that you can possibly want, that you take advantage of, that we take advantage of, that we don't even say thanks for, when it comes to him, like y'all too cool to praise God. Remember, music was created in heaven to praise God. So when we, when we sing things that are, are of God to God, we're giving him praise. When we sing things that are not of God and don't line up with God's word, who are we singing to? Who are we giving praise to? Who are we worshiping? It's not God, so it's the enemy. It's the enemy. How many of y'all are in relationships? That's it? Nobody else got a boyfriend, girlfriend? Okay. Thanks for being honest and truthful. I want to talk about uh, how, how many, many of your friends may dress. <laughs> Wait, why why you, <laughs> you snapped out of it? Nah, but you know, I, I, I'm at, I'm at, I work at Fred Meyer. I see, I'm at Fred Meyer, and I see young ladies coming in with the with the push-up bras, and they they breast all poking out. You know what I mean? And they 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 jeans so tight that you know you can you can see the pulse in their thighs. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and you know what I mean? And it's 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 the by the by the world standards, there's nothing wrong with that. And it, 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 it you know everybody everybody's doing it. Everybody's dressing like that. Let, let, let's, let's say you're fishing, you put, you put the worm on the hook, and you cast it out because you're going to catch a fish. The, the, the fish ain't attracted to the hook. The fish attracted to the worm on the hook. So when y'all, when, when, if, if y'all do dress like that with the boom, boom, and the boom, boom, what y'all doing, y'all putting the worm on the hook, and what y'all attracting is the wrong type of person because all they see is the, is, is the breast and the booty. That's all they see, and that's all they're attracted to. So let's say, let's say, let's say you get a dude, you get a dude because of what you wear. He sees, he likes, oh, oh yeah, I like that, I like that. He get with you. So what happens when, what happens when he sees somebody else with a, with a bigger, with a, with a bigger booty? You know what I mean? If that's, if that, if, if, if your body is what is, is attracting him, it, it's not going to, it's not going to keep him. Because there's always going to be somebody out there that's prettier, they got a bigger booty, bigger breast, whatever. Always going to be somebody else out there. So if that's what he attracted, he's going to be like, boom, boom, until he sees another one, he's going to be like, dog, hold up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what you're putting on that hook, yeah, you're getting, you're attracting that dude, but that dude is just attracted to that, and that's not going to keep him because as soon as something better coming on or bigger or easier or whatever, he's gone. <laughs> easier. He's gone. If a, if, a, if, a, if a girl come in here, she got a cheerleading outfit on. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, yo, 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 no, for real. I'm going to be like, yo, she, she's probably a cheerleader, right? 
And if a girl come out up here with an army suit on, I'm gonna think she might be a soldier or something. But if a girl come in here with all them tight boop 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 boop, I'm gonna say, man, she probably a hoe. <laughs> Serious though. So you know, I'm just I'm just saying, be careful what you're putting forth. Be be careful what you're presenting to other people. And and and. Peep this out, peep this out. To y'all to ladies, I want y'all to do this. I want y'all to picture yourself as a Ferrari and not a Honda. You know what Ferrari is? Huh? A Ferrari like a Lamborghini. You've seen rap videos, the cats rolling the view. Yeah. You've seen a Honda, right? Now, ain't nothing wrong with a Honda. You know, I had a Honda. I had the wheels on it. Kept clean. For real. It was, it was fly. You, remember, you don't remember that one, though. It was fly, wasn't it? Yeah, I had the Honda. Nothing wrong with Honda, but the thing is, about a Honda, anybody can get a Honda. You know what I mean? Anybody can get a Honda. Once you, you get a Honda brand new, once you get the Honda brand new, you're like, yeah, that's my brand new Honda. You know, I'm going to keep them washed. You wash them every day. You know, clean the wheels, vacuum them out. You know what I mean? Your friend be like, yo, let me ride your Honda to the store. Man, you crazy, man. You ain't trading my car to the store. You know what I mean? You go, to, you go to McDonald's, don't open up that bag until we get out. You ain't eating in my Honda. You know what I mean? Because it's new. But let, let, let two or three years go by. You know what I mean? You, you stop washing them. You know what I mean? The, the, the rims getting a little rusty on the rims. You know what I mean? You letting your boys take your car to the club, whatever, to the, to the store. You know what I mean? But a Ferrari, you get a Ferrari. You ain't letting nobody drive that bad boy. It could be, it could be, it could be 10 years old. You still out there washing it. You know what I mean? Why? Why? Why though? Why? Why? What's the difference? It's more, it's more valuable. It's more valuable. And can't everybody get no daggone Ferrari? You understand? Not anybody can get a Ferrari. Cause the value's so high. But everybody, anybody can get a daggone Honda. Don't be no Honda, be a Ferrari. Keep your value up. You know what I mean? If, 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 if you've been with Joe and Steve and, and Freddie and, and, every, and so and so and so and so, your value goes down. Your value goes down. But if you ain't been with nobody, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you from experience. When I was out there on the street, the chick that ain't been with nobody, she's like, she the... She the trophy. She the top, top model. You understand? Because she's like untouched. She's like untouched. So keep your value up. You hear me? Hey, keep your value up. Don't sell yourself short because you're so much more valuable than you that going to think. Don't give your value away. Because every time you do, your value goes. And if you have given your value away, it's not too late. It is not too late. Just stop. You stop and your value goes right back up. Goes right back up. And you'll be just as valuable and you'll be that Ferrari. So don't be no daggone Honda. Be a, be a daggone Ferrari. And to, to the dudes, hey man, don't nobody want nobody that been, you don't be walking down the, the mall with your chick and, what's up Latoya? You walk down, you know, you go a little further. What's up, Latoya? A whole, whole nother dude. You're like, who, who are these dudes? How do they know you? You know what I mean? Don't nobody want to be with nobody that's been with everybody. You know what I mean? If they do want to be with somebody that's been with everybody, it's just for one reason. So they can use you too. So, so dudes, don't, nobody want to be the dude that end up with the, the girl that's been with everybody. You know what I mean? And just because she's smiling at you and, and, and you know, trying to get with you, believe me, y'all ain't that fly. Believe me. She, you probably the third, fourth person she said the same thing to. You know what I mean? So if you do like, oh yeah, I got her number, so what? You know what I mean? I mean, she, she's... So y'all need, need to pick y'all standards up too. Y'all ever see somebody with hairy arms? Y'all think that's attractive? I mean, real, I mean, real hairy, real hairy arms. Okay, well, check this out. Check this out. 
Imagine somebody with real, I, I got a little hair, but real hairy arms, right? Y'all know duct tape, right? Okay, so, yeah. I go, I go to the first dude, right? I put the duct tape on his arm, right? And I, shh. Then I go to the next dude, put duct tape on his arm. I do that like with two, three, four dudes. And I say, here, look. I put it in your face. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Look at that. Look nasty, huh? Imagine what your soul looked like after being with one, two, three, four dudes. Guys, too. Nasty. Because once you're with somebody, they're a part of you. Shh. You take them with you everywhere you go. Shh. Now you got more. Shh. Look at your soul. You know what I mean? Nasty. I mean, look good on the outside, but on the inside, it's horrible. So I'm going to end like this. It's not figure out, locate yourself. Locate where you are in your relationship with the Lord. Because one day, we all going to face them. You know what I mean? It's, 10 out of 10 people die. People die every day. Every day, picture this. Every day you wake up, you just warm more day closer to the day you die. That's it. You just one more closer to the day you die. So you want to make sure that you are in a good relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's not a whole bunch of rules. It's not, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. It just seems like that. It's, it's like a parent saying, don't touch the stove, you might burn yourself. Hey, 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 get, get out the street, you might get hit by a car. You understand? That's why he says, don't have sex until marriage. Why? Why, Lord? It feels good. Yeah, it feels good. I ain't going to lie. I'm married. It feels good. He designed it that way to feel good. But he said, don't have sex until you're married. Why? Why? Because you get a disease. You could, you could have, you could have a, a child and, and then get an abortion and terminate that child. You could have a child and then the, 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 the man not stay. Now it's a single family home. And what you going to do with that child? Now that child ain't got no daddy. You know what I mean? There's, there, there, there's, there, there's consequences. This is why God, our loving Father, tells us not to do that. It's just like saying don't touch the stove because it's hot. Now, now you can pick what sin you want to do. You know what I mean? But you can't pick on um, when you open that door, that sin, you can't pick what comes through that door. You understand me? Y'all understand me? So you can choose to sin, but you can't choose the con consequence of that sin. And there is a consequence because God cannot lie, right? And God says the wages of sin is death. Might not be death like, like that. It could be death to your relationship, death to something else, but it will eventually lead to death. I love y'all. That's all I got. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Please, you know, just look at y'all relationship with the Lord. And if it ain't right, get it right. Get around somebody to help you right. Get it right. Ask questions. You know what I mean? Get answers. And stay in prayer. All right? Love y'all. God bless you, saints. I hope you enjoyed this message that we brought to you on today. Truly, uh, God is here for you. You can trust God. You can depend on him because God has your back. And just like Solomon had such a great task before him, and many of you are in the midst of situations that are before you, you don't know which way to go, and you're looking for that assistance, that help. It may be a loved one. It may be that you don't know the Lord right now, and that's a great obstacle that's before you. I want to encourage you on today to seek the Lord, seek after him, come humbly to God, and God will hear your prayer. Remember what David said in Psalms 40 and 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he heard my cry. Praise God. And I want you to know that when you call out to the Lord, he will hear your cry. Be blessed. God bless you.
Thank you for listening, and I pray that you're truly blessed by today's word. You can find us at 2404 South Bonnet Street, Fairbanks, Alaska, 99701. Our email address is lovkojek at acsalaska.net, or you can find us on our YouTube channel, The Lily Kojek, and our Facebook page. Thank you, and God bless.